Hey, Being at Work listeners, thank you for tuning in for another daily dose of leadership. Over the next few weeks, my incredible colleague and dear friend, Amanda Aresis, is going to take over the daily doses each Tuesday. Amanda is the Vice President of Client Experience at HRD, and you've likely heard her voice in past episodes. Amanda is the most well-read leader I know. She is constantly reading and approaches life with an intense curiosity, always asking questions to learn more and go deeper. I'm so grateful for her leadership in our business and in my life, and I'm looking forward to learning from her in these messages each week. Check it out. This is an interesting challenge for me. Those of you who know me well, or frankly, those of you who know me in the professional sense, won't be surprised to hear that I kind of talk all day. And, and that's my preference. I am a hearty processor. I do that out loud with friends or even to myself to hear how things sound as they exit my mouth. I facilitate leadership development most every day. And well, I, I just like to talk. And, and here I am being asked to do it on the Tuesday Takeover. And I'm admittedly so nervous. <laughs> I've had writer's block, and of course, I want to do a great job for all of our listeners. As you know, in our world, where we are uncomfortable, there is growth. So here I am at the end of my comfort zone, growing with you and sharing some thoughts on this Tuesday about the double side of leadership, how the content of leadership does not change, but the context does. I have recently been struck by the phrase, choose curiosity over annoyance. Be curious, not annoyed. A couple of weeks ago, we made the decision, as many 40-year-olds do who begin experiencing injuries like, my back hurts because I'm sleeping wrong, or I got out of bed weird, and we decided to get a new mattress. So my husband, who loves to do this type of research, he found an article, found reviews, sent me a little quiz, and and we found the perfect mattress for two side sleepers who want semi-firm support. It came in its box, and only then did we realize we had no strategy for removing the first mattress. So I called Republic Services, our, our trash company, and scheduled a pickup. It was simple. 20 bucks. They would come in two days. Easy peasy. Until they didn't come. So I called the next morning and spoke to a really lovely customer service representative who assured me that the notes in our file said that it would be picked up that day. Once again, pretty easy. Until once again, it wasn't picked up. So I called toward the end of that day with some frustration and shared that with the customer service representative that I was confused. And was there anything I could have done differently? She assured me, no, there was nothing I could have done differently. So at least I thought a little bit justified in that, you know, no wrongdoing on my part. So once again, I was assured the pickup would be the next day. So when the next day rolled around at 1 PM, I, and the mattress was still not picked up, I called customer service again. And this time I changed my question. Instead of asking, what could I have done differently looking backward, I asked, what else can I do to ensure it's picked up? And immediately she answered, let's put in an escalation that goes right to the supervisor. With a little bit of surprise, I felt like, oh, this problem is solved. Now, really, I had done everything I could possibly do. And the rest, I just had to get a little comfortable with not being in control of the situation. And sure enough, they did pick it up. And Since then, I've really been reflecting so much on the power of good questions and questions that help us look forward versus backward. You know, when I first called, I asked that question about whether I was right or did I do the right thing? Did I follow the right path? And and I got the answer that I wanted. Yes, I did. When I called the second time, I asked, what can I do differently about the situation? And the problem was solved with a new solution and a new course of action. It reminds me a lot of a situation I had with my daughter, Eleanor, a few months ago. 
Eleanor is four and a half, and she is an incredible helper who has just a beautiful heart. She is fiercely independent, like her mother, and uh, as my other two children are as well, who unfortunately don't want her help as often as she is willing to give it. We were getting ready to go out to dinner, and Eleanor was following our youngest daughter, Ellis, around, and I observed this situation where it really just seemed like they were engaging in a needless screaming match. And my first response was all about the annoyance. You know, I wanted to be at dinner. I did not want to be in a whirlwind of these two children fighting. I've been working really hard to acknowledge Eleanor's point of view. So I took a deep breath and I got down on my knees so I could look her straight in the eye. And I simply asked, can you tell me what's going on? I was trying my hardest not to assume I knew what was. And she softened from anger to hurt. And she shared Ellis did not want to wear the clothes that she had picked out for her. Ellis was not having it. She wanted to do it all by herself. Ellis is two and a half and also a lot like her mother. So I said, so Ellis is learning how to pick out her own clothes. How can you help her to learn how to do that? And her face lit up. It was no longer about being annoyed that Ellis wasn't doing it her way, but instead about learning new ways she could help Ellis moving forward. I think we could all give ourselves the gift of curiosity at home, at work, Whenever we start to feel annoyed, choose curiosity to move forward.